essence of power is the ability to define someone's reality and make them live according to that definition as though it is a definition of their own choosing. And so other people have defined for us what it means to be beautiful. Imagine that. Our standards of beauty are defined by people who do not have our best interest at heart. Even things like what it means to be happy, what it means to be successful, all of these things are definitions that are imposed upon us from outside. Good morning, beautiful people. And I do say good morning because it is 4.07 a.m. here. <laughs> Wherever you are in the world, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Um, We are returning to the trauma series and we are going to discuss childhood traumas and how they affect our lives and how we carry them throughout our lives. So... I very rarely take notes when I do the podcast, of course, as everyone knows. But for this one, I had to take some notes so that I could make sure that I touched on a lot of the points that I wanted to wanted to to make sure I direct my energy towards those points and not forget them. So let's get started. First things first. Childhood trauma. What is childhood trauma? Childhood trauma to me, defined by me, is misguided lifelong behaviors that we carry with us through adulthood. Whether intentionally or unintentionally, we continuously relive those traumas for the sake of our comfort in our discomfort. So what do I mean by that? I mean that sometimes those traumas make us believe that we are in a comfortable situation. It's easy not to change because you get into this comfort zone, even in your discomfort, even in your dysfunction, you get into this comfortable spot and you continue behaviors that don't serve you anymore. You continue living and doing and speaking and thinking in ways that really are not in your best not in your best interest they don't they don't benefit you they don't give you a sense of stability or security but you continue those behaviors you continue those behaviors you continue that way of thinking you continue that way of eating that way of acting that way of believing even though you know deep down inside that It just has no purpose in your life, but you've gotten comfortable in that discomfort. So when we have childhood traumas, a lot of us get comfortable in our discomfort. And then we wonder why we can't pull ourselves out of it. But it's a process, of course, as anything else. It's a process, but you have to undo those damages that were already caused no matter who caused them or why you have to know within yourself that you are able to make changes in your life no matter if it was your mother that caused it your father that caused it a relationship that caused it whatever something that happens in your life when you were young um being mistreated all those things Being abused, all those things, not trusting people, not taking care of yourself because of what other people have done. 
all of those things usually come from a childhood trauma that someone has decided that they were not going to let go. And a lot of people say, oh, but it's so hard to let go of this and so hard. Why? Why is it? We let go of so many things every day, all day long. Why is it so difficult for you to do what's best for you and your family? If you know that a person in your life is, is, isn't for you or that a situation in your life isn't for you, why make it harder than it has to be? Just do it. <laughs> I hate to use the Nike phrase, but just do it. Sometimes you just have to do it. You just have to cut ties. You just have to go to therapy. You just have to change your behavior. You just have to say, today is the day that enough is enough. Like, it, we make it more difficult than it actually is. And I think I say, I know why I say that because I don't come from the, I grew up where we, I was taught that you can do anything. No matter how hard I fall, I always believe that I can get things done. No matter how long it takes me, I always have faith that I know that I can get things done. And that's not a religious thing. It's just that that's the way I was raised. You're not going to push me down and I'm going to stay down. It's just not going to happen. I've, I've fallen deep. I've fallen many times. I've tripped over. I've, I've done a whole lot of stuff in life that, you know, most people would have just fell and just stayed there. That's not the way I think. That's not the way I function. You don't fall and just sit there and woe is me. Yeah, I might sit there and dust myself off for a little while. But once I get back up, I'm coming back with a vengeance. I'm coming back like 10 toes down. I'm coming back and saying, Ayo, look, yeah, this happened, but I learned the lesson and I didn't repeat it. You know, to me, falling is not a bad thing. You know, going through things aren't bad things. Dealing with your trauma is not a bad thing. It just, to me, is a lesson. It's another lesson in life. And you have to learn from that lesson or you continuously repeat it. You will continuously repeat it over and over and over again. So if you don't learn from your childhood traumas, learn what needs to be learned and move on, you will continuously repeat it. You won't just repeat it with yourself. You'll repeat it with your family and you'll repeat it with your children because you will raise your children in that same exact trauma. And for what purpose? It doesn't make sense. Especially when you know that it's wrong, especially when you know that, you know, it's, it's something that is uncomfortable and dysfunctional to you. So what you going to do? Resolve it, resolve it and move on. Learn the lesson and not just learn the lesson. You know what? Also, especially with us in our community, Africans in our community, we not just need to learn the lesson. We need to share what we've learned so that we can make others just as as functional and happy and healthy and whole as we are. Because if you don't know, you don't know. And when you know better, you do better. So why don't we share those experiences? Why don't we, because a lot of times we don't share because of our childhood traumas. So we don't share what we know and how we've healed because, oh, no, nah, we don't talk about our family business or we don't talk about this. Or we don't share this and we don't share that. Why not share with someone that looks just like you? Makes sense to me. I'm sharing my experiences with you because I want you to heal. 
so we have to even be mindful of how our childhood trauma affects how we heal and how we help to heal others. Because for me and in my definition, healing not just is about my healing, it's about healing everyone around me. It's about helping them heal as well. And making sure that I pass on to the gener- the next generation, whether in my family or in my community, that sense of healing that we, we work together to be functional. We work together to be happy. We work together to be whole. We work together to be healthy. It's not just for me. It's for everyone in my community, my immediate family, my my um, my extended family and my community. It's like you plant that one seed, nurture it. Guess what? I'll look up and have a whole field full of healthy, happy and whole people. It's it's a it's a process. It's a domino effect. I don't want to just heal me. I want to heal everybody, everybody around me in my community, because then that makes all of our lives better. You know how they say, um, not pass it forward, but give it forward or something like that. But the idea of, of paying it forward, healing can be paid forward as well. Because not everybody grow, grew up in the type of household I grew up in or in the type of household that you grew up in where, you know, they were determined to succeed or they were determined to do the best they can. A lot of people grew up in households where once they failed, that was it. They just failed and they stayed there in that spot. That's why a lot of people live like their child selves. And don't realize it. I always tell people all the time, it's a lot of of boys trapped in men's bodies. It's a lot of girls trapped in women's bodies walking around in our community where they're still that traumatized child searching for acceptance, searching for, you know, security, searching for stability instead of making their own stability, instead of making their own, you know, functional lifestyles, instead of Seeking their happiness and, and seeking their wholeness and seeking their healthiness. You know, through a lot of people's traumas, they have allowed others to define their happiness. Via their own misery, via someone else's misery, via someone else's dysfunction. That's a dangerous place to be. Allowing another person to define your happiness via their misery because they're miserable or because they were traumatized as a as a youth so you're just going to relive someone else's traumas and allow someone to define your your happiness and your health because you know as we know stress unhappiness misery all lead eventually to physical and psychological health issues So, you know, it depends on the seeds that you plant. You can plant seeds that are going to grow and be happy and healthy and whole. Or you can plant seeds of misery and dysfunction. And people nurture misery and dysfunction just as much as (laughs) as they nurture happiness. That's why I say it's all a choice. Either you're going to get up and do and and make sure that you're good. Or you're going to sit there and swim in your dysfunction. 
you know, a lot of people have gotten into the tendency of, it's like you save yourself from your own happiness by reliving those childhood traumas and putting yourself in a place of permanent dysfunction or permanent misery because of something that happened to you 20, 30, 40 years ago. You know, and we continuously do this and wonder why our lives are always unbalanced and misaligned. We as Africans in this country and in any country, globally and locally, have to be very mindful of how we function in the world, in this, in, especially here in the United States. We have to be very mindful of how we function and in our lack of function. And then when we see our lack of function, we actually have to do something about it. We have seriously got into the habit of reliving our traumas and pretty much just soaking it up day after day after day and never really doing anything about it and then passing it on to generation to generation to generation. But instead, we need to redefine ourselves. We need to heal ourselves. We need to be mindful of our thoughts and our actions and our words. When we talk to ourselves, when we talk to our children, when we talk to people in our community, think before you speak. And when you speak, make sure that you're speaking out of love and out of care and not out of dysfunction and trauma and hatred, self-hatred. Because those are all the things that childhood traumas plant the seed for. So we have to do better with ourselves and with the next generation. As always, you know, I like to give a good tip. (laughs) The best tip... I can give a person who is dealing with childhood traumas is talk to yourself. And by talking to yourself, I mean, when you wake up in the morning after your morning breathing or meditation, before your your feet hit the ground, do your five minutes of breathing and meditation. Once you get out of the bed and you go into the bathroom and you look into the mirror, say your affirmations. Your affirmations of self-love, your affirmations of healing, your affirmations of happiness, your affirmations of of being whole, your affirmations of psychological well-being, of physical well-being, of intellectual well-being, cultural well-being. Define yourself when you say those affirmations and define yourself in I am light. Don't define yourself in, oh, I wish I should have, could have, would have. As I always say, those are not words of, those are not manifesting words. Those are not affirmation words. Affirmation starts with I am. Whether it's a, excuse me, whether it's a 
I am beautiful. I am loved. I am healed. I am whole. I am happy. I am healthy. You can start with those every morning and watch it work. Watch how it changes your life. Watch how it changes how you see things. I don't care if you do it in your car on the way to work. I say do it before you leave the house, but do it wherever it fits, you know, wherever you can fit it in. I'm I'm in an abundant world. I am in a purposeful world. I am living my purpose. I am loving my purpose. All of those things can be affirmations. I'm just giving you examples, but those are things that you should be doing every single morning. There is a playlist that I listen to every single morning and it puts me, I don't care what type of mood I woke up in. It puts me in the right mood every single morning. It's Chris and Teeb. It's a very short album. I think it's only like seven tracks. And they just reaffirm everything that you should be feeling when you wake up, when your day starts waking up, you know, manifesting life, manifesting love, manifesting economic empowerment, just just the abundance that the universe has to give. That's what it promotes for me. That's why I listen to it every morning, the whole album from beginning to end. Sometimes I listen to it more than once. I also listen to uh, Laundrell, Gratitude, just to remind myself that how grateful I am for a new day, how grateful I am for, you know, being being in a space where I'm able to heal, being in a space where I'm able to be happy, where I'm able to be whole. No, every day is not perfect. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that I'm in a different space. And I put myself in that space and I try to keep myself in that space. No matter how bad things get, I try to keep myself in that space. So I do things to put me and keep me in that space, whether it's meditating, whether it's affirmations, whether it's um, breathing, whatever I do, I try to keep myself in that space. Regardless of what happened to me when I was a child or what happened to me during my adulthood or happened to me last week, I try to keep myself in that positive space on purpose. So when you when you're working on your healing, sometimes you have to take a break from it and put yourself in a positive space and keep yourself in a positive space so that you get into the habit of. Being comfortable and secure and happy, not being comfortable in your discomfort. You know, we have to get out of the idea that survival mode is a good thing. Survival mode is not a good thing. We have to stop believing that, oh, I'm surviving, so I'm good. But if you feeling crazy as hell, stressed out all the time, uncomfortable, unhappy, miserable, you're not helping nobody. Not even you're not helping yourself. You're not helping the people around you because all you're doing is spreading that that misery. Every day isn't going to be good, but every day has to be has to be purposeful. Every day is not going to be good, but it has to be purposeful. And you define your purpose. 
you define how your life will be. If you have trust issues, if you have insecurity issues, if you have unhappiness issues, whatever your issues are, get to the root of it, resolve it, and keep going. Don't fall and, refu- and, and stay down. That's, that's not what we're trying to do. We're working on a new generation of, of Africans. We're not staying down. We're falling, learning the lesson and getting back up and sharing it with everybody so that they don't have to make those same mistakes. You know, we don't understand. I don't think a lot of us understand how serious our traumas are to our level of dysfunction and unhappiness and stress and illness, not just physical illness, but mental illness. A lot of us walk in depression. A lot of us are walking around in severe depression. Some of us know it. Some of us don't. Some of us get help. Some of us don't. And that that brings me to another point. There is a a very nice resource called Therapy for Black Girls. And it's not just for black girls. It's also for men as well. And it's online therapy for black folks. So if anybody needs any mental health help, check it out. There is nothing wrong with getting help when you don't know how to help yourself anymore. When you can't take care of it yourself, there's nothing wrong with asking for help. Even if a million people tell you no, it's a trillion people in this world. You got a trillion more to go. Couple trillion more to go. So why wouldn't you ask for help? Even if everyone in your family says, oh, no, I ain't into that therapy. I ain't into this. I ain't into that. Why wouldn't you ask for help? Their dysfunction has nothing to do with yours. That's not how you want to live your life. So why live it that way? You know, we don't have to repeat these cycles. We don't have to repeat these behaviors. We don't have to live our lives in constant trauma and constant dysfunction and unhappiness. Just because it's the comfortable way to go. Stop living uncomfortably in your, I mean, comfortably in your discomfort. We got to stop doing that. We have to stop doing it in our communities, in our immediate families, and in ourselves. Start waking up with a different type of perspective. Start putting your energy into things that make you happy. Start putting your energy into things that make you whole. Start putting your energy into things that make you healthy. And when I say healthy, I just don't mean physical health. I also mean psychological health because if your mind isn't good the body will follow you know if 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 your mental health is not good guess what your body will follow in unhealthiness I'm going to say it again. If your mental health is not in a good space and remains not in a good space on a continuous basis, it will start to manifest within your body. That same illness will start to manifest in your body. If it's an emotional illness, if it's an emotional problem, it manifests in your gut. 
If it's a stress issue, it manifests in your heart and in your brain. So we have to really be mindful about how we travel through this world, how we live through this world. It is no point in carrying on things that no longer serve us. Is no point in continuing, continually reliving and using misguided lifelong behaviors just for the sake of being comfortable in your discomfort. Do something about it. It's easy as that. Everybody's like, oh, it's easier said than done. No, it's not. Do something about it. You are in control of your life. You are in control of your of your future. You may not be able to control the past, but you can control your future. So start today. Start this morning. After you listen to this podcast, even if even if you you make a few mistakes in in between your consistency, just do it. Start with your affirmations in the morning. Breathe in the morning before you get out of bed. Do your meditations before you get out of bed. Do your stretches. Start your yoga class. Go to acupuncture. Start Reiki. Go to therapy. Whatever it takes, do it. Learn the lesson so your family and you don't have to repeat it. If you fall, get back up. Doesn't matter how long it takes you to get back up. Get back up. Learn the lesson. Get back up. Know that you are the one that controls how you want to live. Whether functionally or dysfunctionally. Whether in love or whether in chaos. As much as 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 many things that are going on around us, this is the time for us to really take really take our healing seriously and be mindful of our actions and our words and the way we think, even the way we eat, you know, has a part in in our healing process. Because we're not just healing our our psychology, our our mental health. We're also healing our nutritional health. We're also healing our physical health. All of them, one depends on the other. The better you eat, the better your mental health will be. The better you eat, the better your physical health will be. Because you're not putting in a bunch of toxins and chemicals into your body. So you may have grown up with... A family that didn't eat nutritious food. They very rarely ate fruits and vegetables. Well, that has a lot to do with their mental health. And how they see things and how they function. So you are the one who becomes the change maker in your family. Even if they talk about you, even if they don't agree with you. You're the one that becomes the change maker. You have to be strong enough to stand up 10 toes down and say, this is what I'm doing to make us healthy. If you don't like it, that's fine. But that won't stop my show. That's not going to stop me from making sure that I'm healthy, that I'm happy and that I'm whole. And my family is healthy, happy and whole. You don't have to agree with it. I'm okay with that. Because I know what's good for us. 
And I know that it's not good for us to relive and, and regurgitate our traumas for, to the next generation. We don't have to be our past. We take from our past. We learn the lesson and we don't repeat it. And we give those seeds of wisdom to the next generation. Whether it's our children or whether it's people in our community or whether it, it, it's other Africans. When I plant seeds, I nurture them and I watch them grow. And that's how I've always been. Even as a kid, that's the way I was. I didn't realize it then, but even then, that's how I was. And that's what we have to really start doing. We can't keep living in this dysfunction. Locally and globally, we can't keep living in this dysfunction. From here to Africa, we got to do better. Because we know better now. So we got to do better. So everybody that listens to this episode, you have no more excuses. Today is over. The excuses is over. Today is the day that you do better because you know better. You know you know better, so you do better. Excuse me. So today is the day that you know better. You have to do better. It is now up to you to change your life. And if I know you personally and you're listening to this, I only expect the best from you. I want everybody to shine. I want everybody that I know and that I don't know in my African community to be happy, healthy, and whole. So now y'all know better, so you have to do better. And I meant to shout it out in the beginning, but I didn't. And the clip that I played was, as some of us know, some of us don't know, recently, Baba passed away. Baba Renoko Rashidi passed away yesterday. So I played a clip of him discuss. Matter of fact, I'm going to play it again just in case you missed it in the beginning. I'm going to play it again just in case you missed it in the beginning because it was something that needed to be said and that we need to really think about and practice in our daily lives. To power is the ability to define someone's reality and make them live according to that definition as though it is a definition of their own choosing. And so other people have defined for us what it means to be beautiful. Imagine that. Our standards of beauty are defined by people who do not have our best interests at heart. Even things like what it means to be happy, what it means to be successful. All of these things are definitions that are imposed upon us from outside. The essence of... So I leave you with this thought. Don't allow your childhood traumas to define who you are, to define how successful you'll be, to define how powerful you will be, to, to define how happy you will be. Let those traumas be a lesson learned and use it as a building block, not a stumbling block, not a a hindrance to your foundation. Let it be one of those bricks that help your foundation and heal your foundation.
And as always, the goal is always to be happy, healthy, and whole. The goal is always to be happy, healthy, and whole. Have a beautiful day, people. And remember, if you're working on your healing, it is a daily process. You have to be patient. You have to take your time. You have to know it's okay to fall a couple times, but you have to get back up. You know, it's a process. It's a learning process. It's a loving process for a lot of people. Because a lot of people have, you know, a lot of self-hatred in them. So it's a loving process for many people. Just take your time with it. Be patient. Know that you have a goal to get to and get to it. And then move yourself on to the next goal. But I don't care how how hard you've fallen. We can all repair the damage that has been done. And it doesn't matter who did the damage. It doesn't matter if it's friends, family, or otherwise. Disconnect with them if, if you have to. Do what you have to do to remain happy, healthy, and whole. Anyway, peace, 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 everybody. Continue to work on your happiness. Continue to be whole. And continue to be happy, healthy, and whole is the goal. <laughs>